Welcome to the Hello Joy podcast, where we discuss life in our 20s, relationships and love, faith and self-care, and all the shower thoughts. I'm your host, Danielle Joy Robinson, and I am so glad to be making this episode right now. It's been so long. I feel like I say that in every single episode, and that is concerning because I shouldn't be saying it's been so long after each episode, which means to me that I am not uploading as much as I should be which I'm sorry for. Additionally, I didn't want to record anything that didn't come naturally. And the last month or so, I haven't felt motivated to record anything or have a topic of discussion that I was really passionate about. And the one thing that I told myself I wanted this podcast to be about, or the one of this podcast to be is conversational natural, authentic, genuine, and I want it to seem like we're on FaceTime. So I did record a couple of episodes. I just didn't upload them because it didn't seem natural to me and I didn't want to put anything out that wasn't authentically mine. All that being said, as you can tell by the title, today we will be discussing the Barbie movie. And I've been wanting to talk about this movie since I watched it. And yeah, so... I first saw it with my parent. Oh, no, sorry. I first saw it with my cousin Dorothy and we loved it, thought it was great. And I loved it so much that I convinced my parents to see it. It didn't take much convincing because they wanted to go anyway. But we saw it when we went to a trip to North Carolina and they also loved it. And we had some great conversations afterwards. So watching this movie twice, and honestly, I feel like I want to go see it a third time. It has sparked so many thoughts in my head about so many different topics. Do I think the movie was controversial? Because that's kind of the feedback that I've been hearing from people. Slightly yes, but I feel like it's only controversial if if there's bias, if you have bias towards some things and honestly I'm speaking too generally let me just let me just get into it I'm going to this is kind of a spoiler so if you're listening to this and you haven't watched the movie and you're planning on it either you can keep listening and just hear the spoiler or go watch it and come back uh or if you're not watching it anyway just keep listening but um so the Barbie movie basically is about Margot Robbie, she plays Barbie. She discovers that a lot of wrong things are happening in Barbie land. And she's wondering why Barbie land is malfunctioning, why she's starting to feel so conscious about herself when everything in that land is supposed to be quote unquote perfect and right. And realizes that there are issues in the raw, in the real world that are causing problems in Barbie land and the her whole the whole plot is her going to the real world and then back to Barbie land and trying to figure out how to combat these issues so that everything can be right again and she tries to find her purpose which yeah she tries to find her purpose okay I'll leave it at that I thought that Greta, the director, did a really good job of 
acknowledging the struggles that women do go through in real life. And she touched on, you know, women having, this is just some examples. She touched on like women having cellulite. That's, that's an example. And, and feeling self-conscious about that. Uh, me, women feeling misunderstood women needing to find the balance of being a boss but not too bossy and conforming to what society and men expect and just honestly the desire to to just be um america ferrera who plays the mom of the young girl in barbie she had a great speech towards the end of the movie and i'm gonna read the whole thing so if you don't care to listen you can skip through a little bit but I think she really does a great job of just touching on the minuscule and grand thoughts that come across a woman's mind. Or, I mean, I'm going to speak from example that have crossed my mind. And I think that a lot of people, when they heard this speech, they probably didn't. If If you don't experience these things, you probably wouldn't know the extent at which women actually think about stuff like this. So I'll just read it and then I'll reflect on that. So she says, you have to be thin, but not too thin. And you can never say you want to be thin. You have to say you want to be healthy, but also you have to be thin. You have to have money, but you can't ask for money because that's crass. You have to be a boss, but you can't be mean. You have to lead, but you can't squash other people's ideas. You're supposed to love being a mother, but don't talk about your kids all the time. You have to be a career woman, but also always be looking out for other people. You have to answer for men's bad behavior, which is insane. But if you point that out, you're accused of complaining. You're supposed to stay pretty for men, but not so pretty that you tempt them too much or that you threaten other women because you're supposed to be a part of the sisterhood. But always stand out and always be grateful and never forget that the system is rigged. So find a way to acknowledge that, but also always be grateful. You have to never get old, never be rude, never show off, never be selfish, never fall down and never fail, never show fear, never get out of line. It's too hard. It's too contradictory and nobody gives you a medal or says thank you. And it turns out, in fact, that not only are you doing everything wrong, but also everything is your fault. I'm just so tired of watching myself in every single other women tie herself into knots so that people will like us and if all of that is also true for a doll just representing women then I don't even know she ate that up she ate it up and I I got teary-eyed during this scene in the movie both times that I watched it because it hits so close to home it's so relatable And the whole movie encapsulates that well. On the other hand, some of the other opinions I've heard about the movie are that it seems very feminist forward. And I think when people think of the word feminist, they think of anti-men. So that's why the word feminist is being associated with this film. I also think... People think the movie you so if you haven't seen the Barbie movie you you either think that it's for kids and it's like just a playful lighthearted thing 
or you feel that it's you think because you've heard that it's anti-men and kind of a jab or attack at the opposite sex and I guess if you want to see it that way sure I can understand why you see it that way at the same time because I am a girl and I experienced nearly everything that they acknowledged I just think it's brutally honest and real and it I don't some people said that the movie that the movie puts down men in order to uplift women and personally I don't think you need to put down men just to uplift women women can be uplifted on their own and the movie doesn't also make I don't think the movie makes men dumb I think it just highlights women and so you you see it as oh men are stupid because they're not the center of attention in the movie that's just my personal opinion but overall I thought that there's so much I could talk about and I'm not gonna do too much because I have other things to get to but overall I thought it was a it's simple it's I'm sorry it's not simple it's complex actually but it is honestly straightforward so in that way I guess it's simple but it was serious and lighthearted and funny all at once and all of those things I think encapsulate a woman serious lighthearted and funny so I another aspect of this episode I wanted to do And if you saw my Instagram story a couple of days ago, you saw that I asked women if they would DM me some words highlighting what they thought being a girl meant. And I asked, so yeah, I asked some women that and I got some responses, so I'm going to read those. I also asked, and not everyone answered this part, but I also asked what they thought their purpose was and they can interpret that however they want but I ask this because as you can see by the title it's called what was I made for and that is the title of the new Billie Eilish song that was featured in the Barbie movie at the end of the movie it's deep and sad and sorrowful but very relatable and it talks about it what I was made for what's your purpose in life and that is really the plot of the whole Barbie movie in itself so I wanted to hear some responses from some girls and here we go so I the first person I won't say any names just in case people don't want their business put out there like that but uh, the first person said just there's some bullet points so what does being a girl mean There is strong, determined girl boss, preserving even when, oh wow, preserving, that's embarrassing, I can't read, persevering even when the odds are stacked against us, embracing femininity, but not because a man told me so, rather feeling comfortable enough in my own skin to show that side of myself, sisterhood, sharing commonalities with other girls, emotionally available and in tune with themselves, assertive yet kind, and being myself unapologetically. Love all of those things. 
and can relate to all those things. Next girl said, I feel like being a girl slash woman to me is defined by the word nurture. I think the fact that women are able to create life and provide nurture and love and keep a vulnerable newborn baby alive with our bodies is amazing. I also think of the following words, elegant, graceful, passionate, resilient, bold, loyal, and determined. The next one says, I would say I had an interesting progression with my journey through girlhood or womanhood. I think because of growing up with just my dad and my brother, I definitely had an era of wanting to be quote unquote, one of the guys. As I've grown older and gotten to gotten to get to know so many women who have been wonderful friends and role models, it has come to mean so much to me to own my identity, especially being a woman of color, which I think is a very different experience. There's just something about being with other black girls, your sisters or cousins or friends and helping take down someone's braids or pick an outfit or other little things that make you feel that sense of sisterhood and belonging. I feel my purpose. Oh, sorry. I jumped right into that. Now she's talking about her purpose and what she feels like she's made for. I feel my purpose is art, music and performance have been my sole passion since before I can remember and has always felt like my life is meant to be surrounded by that in every way it can be. Thank you for that response. That was so great. I want to touch on the part where you said being a woman of color and that type of experience, different experience of being a woman. And the one thing the Barbie movie didn't touch on explicitly is the intersectionalities of life. So if you don't know what intersectionality is, it's the struggles that you face. Um, if How do I explain this? Let me just look it up really quick. Sorry, I don't have this here already. Intersectionality. Okay. Intersectionality is the interconnected nature of social categories Organizations such as race, class, and gender as they apply to a given individual or group regarded as creating overlap and interdependent systems of discrimination or disadvantage. So, for example, a white woman has a discrimination or disadvantage of being a woman and solely that. Unless, sorry, let me, let me rephrase a straight white woman. Now it's different if you were a lesbian white woman, because then you have both being a woman and being homosexual. That is an intersection of discrimination. Same thing goes for being a black woman. Not only are you a woman, but you're also black. So then you have a double discrimination, double whammy. And now if you're a lesbian black woman, the world hates you. So anyway, that is intersectionality. Now the movie doesn't explicitly touch on that. And that could be, I mean, you can take that however you want to. It would be very difficult. I feel like to have a movie that talks about being a woman and also being a person of color and also being gay and also being transgender and also like and also being like physically disabled or mentally sa- like there's so many <laughs> aspects of being a human being that 
would nearly be impossible to put in one movie and also make it interesting and engaging and also enjoyable to watch. So I understand. However, you know, at the same time, they had people of color in this movie. So it's not like it's not they had like main characters as people of color. So it's not like they ignored it because if she did just make this all white people, then the director, then I that would bring up a whole that would spark a whole new conversation of controversy, I think. But Hollywood isn't really talking about it. I don't not just Hollywood, but people aren't really talking about that. They had Issa Rae as the president of Barbie Land, so okay, we get it. Like you're tr- you're making strides towards including people of color. We got it, except it just wasn't really explicitly talked about about being both a woman and black and or Hispanic or Asian. You know. Anyway, um, they also didn't really mention. They didn't explicitly talk about LGBTQIA plus community either, and. There's one character named Alan who you can, I don't want to say like you can tell because that might be stereotypical of me to say, but I think she was trying to actively, like the director, she was trying to actively put Alan in there almost as a gay character. There's a some line in there where he says that Ken is his buddy and Everyone in the world, everyone in the Barbie land, all the men are named Ken, except for Alan. He's Alan. And he says that Ken is his buddy and he fits some of his clothes. So I don't know if that was a a reference to the homosexual community, but maybe it wasn't. I don't know. Anyway, both of the thing, both of those things weren't explicitly talked about. And I, and I get that it could be difficult to do that, especially if her main focus was to try to talk about the disadvantages of women generally. And okay, I get it. That was just a side note. Let's get back into these responses. The next girl says this. I take pride with being a girl, a black girl at that, because we go through things that others can't attest to, physically and emotionally. My purpose is allowing girls to understand and be okay with not going with the norm not going with what society wants them to look like. You don't need a BBL to feel beautiful. BBL is a Brazilian butt lift, just letting everyone know. You can wear natural hair without feeling like it's not a thing anymore. Owning authenticity and being unapologetic about it. Thank you for that response. Next response is, okay, all of these women I asked were such good friends of mine, like very truly such good friends of mine. But I love this girl to death. This next girl, this is the, this is her response. Ever since I was very little, I've struggled with gender identity and sexuality. Putting a label on myself was really tough. Even something as small as being called a girl or lesbian or bi or gay, as bizarre as that may sound. Putting a label on myself felt like it was final. That I could never change my mind or that my feelings wouldn't or shouldn't fluctuate daily. However, with time... What I've realized is that being a girl to me is really embracing the fun and fluidity of femininity. As a kid and up until freshman year of college, I was very masculine and I love to dress this way, but it often left me feeling out of the loop because then deciding to look more feminine felt like I was playing dress up or that I was abandoning the more masculine parts of myself. 
Since then, I've realized that being a girl to me is all about the fun of the ebb and flow. Realizing that although I used to get frustrated by sometimes feeling masculine and sometimes feeling feminine, now I embrace it and truly indulge in that it makes me unique. Being a girl to me is about growing into who you are and having fun with the process. That sometimes curly hair or funky colored eyeliner makes me a woman. And sometimes it's hair tied up in a hat looking like Adam Sandler. I like that there are no boundaries to being a woman. That I set the boundaries and it gives little me peace of mind to know that I can always, always change my mind. I adore that response. Ah, It is so well put about the balance and the fluidity of being a woman. And I think that is so beautiful. And I love you for that. Next girl says, being a girl means lots of things to me. For example, vulnerability, strong, firm, emotional, so much more. My purpose in life is that it is to forever love and choose me. Have I grown to more, sorry, what is this? I grow to more life troubles and social norms that try and bring women down. I need to always choose me. So yes, that is my purpose in life. Thank you. So those are just a few of the responses that I got from the woman that I asked. And thank you all so much for sending those in and for being vulnerable. And I know I didn't share your names, but still vulnerable to even think about things like this and write stuff down and send this over. So I just thoroughly appreciate it. Um, I also wrote a bit, a little snippet of what I felt being a girl means. And before I touch on that, actually, cause I want to end with that. I am thinking of having a, a second segment of this conversation, both with a guest so that I can have some back and forth conversation and opinions flowing. And also I want to hear what men have to say about what it means, what they think it means to be a girl. I did already ask someone and they gave me their opinion about it. And it really, it made me interested in thinking how other men view this topic. So that might be coming in the future. So look, look for that. Another thing is I didn't, yet touch on is the the controversial side of being a woman that a lot of people talk about when it comes to like in po- like political views and religious views so what i mean by that is like women roles tr- traditionally and men roles like these gender roles you know i didn't really touch on that nor being transgender or being a part of that community And I know that that is a topic of discussion more recently and it's more comfortable to, I don't say it's more comfortable to talk about just because I don't think conversations like that are ever truly comfortable, but it's more, people are having more open minds about these topics and these concepts because it is natural. It's natural for someone to feel maybe not themselves in their own body or feel like someone else in a different body. So I I want to save 
a deep dive into that when I have someone else to talk through, talk it through, just because I feel like I have better, more insightful thoughts when other, when another person is talking it through with me. But I didn't want to dismiss that. And I wanted to just acknowledge for the people in that community that I'm aware of it and I'm listening and I want to talk about it eventually. So thank you for that disclaimer. And I will now end with what I think it means to be a girl. Being a girl means being late for an event because you were too busy dancing in the mirror while getting ready. It's eating a few crackers, some fruit, and a can of soda and calling that dinner. It's falling in love too fast or not falling at all. Being a girl is making a playlist of all the songs that remind me of you. It's overachieving in school and worrying about what people think of you. It's crying in your bed late at night after a long day. Being a girl is smiling at whoever walks by to avoid having RBF. If you don't know what that means, go look it up. It's saving your last bite of food for your friend, just because. Being a girl is losing sleep, waiting up for someone's no-good son to call or text, and they never do. Being a girl is filling the role of the long-term, long-distance, low-commitment, casual girlfriend. If you've seen Barbie, you get that reference. My experience in my girlhood has had its ups and downs. Generally, I would say that being a girl is difficult. My emotions fluctuate more often than not, and I'm not sure if that's a byproduct of being a woman or just my personality. I strive to always be kind, but sometimes I don't feel like it. And when it seems like I'm irritable or just want to be left alone, then there's something wrong with me, or I have an attitude. And then I have to explain myself, which is less than ideal, considering that most of the time I can't even explain it myself. On the other hand... I enjoy being soft and feminine and all of the stereotypical attributes of being a girl. I like that I can also be assertive and confrontational. And being a black girl comes with a whole other set of challenges, but it also comes with blessings, like switching up my hair every day because my hair is so versatile. All that to say, there isn't one way to be a woman, and I wouldn't have it any other way. So that is my response. That was all of our responses. I truly hope you enjoyed this episode. And I would love to hear what people have to say about it. I think there's a comment. No, I don't know if there's a comment feature on Spotify. But you can give it a five star if you're liking the podcast lately. You can reach out to me if you have some strong opinions about anything that I've said or just want to talk about it and I am just so glad that I'm getting back into it this felt natural for me this felt good and I want to keep having topics about this so yes thank you all for listening and I will see you hopefully soon bye